Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to episode number 60 of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton, and in for DJ Pig today is Isaac Bayer, all the way from New York. Once again, Isaac, how are you? I'm great, Quinn. How are you? We've... I, I'm doing fantastic, and I cannot wait to get to this topic. We've got a lot to discuss today. Uh, we put up on the poll uh, very interesting topics, as we always do. I mean, I don't think that any time we put up a Twitter poll, the options are bad. But this no. week was was very good, very sufficient of of you know allowing people to you know pick and choose which one they wanted. Right. And today, and today the people have spoken, or I guess yesterday they have. They and so now they tapped on their phone. And yeah, they exactly did. They they tapped something on their screen, and here we are. We're going to discuss something for the next 30 to 35 minutes. That's the premise of the episode, or the premise of the podcast. Uh, but Isaac, I just want to get something off my chest. There's been something on my mind lately, and I just really want to talk about it real quick. So do you think we could you know, maybe spare just, I don't okay. know, maybe a minute or so yeah, talking no, about something? Yeah, that's fine. Is it, you know, do, you need, okay. do you want me to keep this a secret? Is this a No, 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 no. This is perfect. This is perfect. No, this is, this is fine. Something this about is fine some for rash? everyone to hear. No, no, it's not. Okay. What I'm going to say, two words. Are you ready? You hit me with it. Baby teeth, okay? Now, like, ba- like baby teeth or babies with teeth? Because babies don't have teeth. Great question. Baby teeth, as I'm referring to baby teeth, is are the teeth that, that yeah. fall out of your mouth at some point. You know, as, as a kid, you would start to notice that one of your, you know, your teeth were, or t- one of your tooths, one of your teeth, however you want to say it, you know. A, a it's, tooth. It's, it's a singular apples and oranges. tooth. Right. So maybe yeah. your tooth is wiggling, uh, and you just stick it, and you, you know you you start wiggling the tooth there. Uh, it just kind of bothers me, like, and I didn't realize this until I saw a little kid doing this the other day. They were just sitting there wiggling their tooth, and then I came to realize that no other body part uh, the human being just grows out of, and it falls out. Like, could you imagine that we had uh, toes that all of a sudden fell out, and then we had to replace them and grow adult toes? Does it is not like a scary. lizard? Like a lizard that loses its tail. Sure, yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's kind of like we are, except I think that it's really stupid that, you know, if we lose an adult tooth, then another tooth doesn't just grow right back behind it. Right. Because it you, happened the first time. Well, that that's understandable, but you also know that the the uh, science behind the tooth growing is that the tooths are already grown. Yes. In the mouth. It's just, they don't grow the it, tooth again. The tooth just moves downward. It's just, it freaks me out because it's bone. Teeth, teeth are bones, right? Yes. And and it's just it's disturbing that you know we we have these little teeth they fall out and then we could just replace them with some some other teeth. However, that's all we get. So we get that first initial tooth, it falls out, and then yeah. we get one more chance at it. And right. then if that one falls out, it's you know it's you, know, you got to get a fake one, you got to get it replaced or something something like that. Dentures, yeah, I, you know, whichever whichever I don't know route you want to go after that. Uh, but I just that was really bothering me, and I didn't know if it freaked anybody else out. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. You know, dogs, some people don't know that, but dogs lose their teeth too, you know? Did you know that, puppies? Dogs Just like humans. lose their teeth. Did you no, know that? I did not know that. No. Yeah. Do, I didn't know that either until kind of recently. And I just, I was talking to my mom and she was like, she was just telling me about it, you know? Like, oh, a dog's chewing on his chew toy. Maybe he's, you know, eating something and boom, his tooth falls out. And you think to yourself, wow, wow my dog just lost a tooth. Is that tooth gone forever? But no, it's not. It comes back. Wow, okay. So I'm glad that we kind of, you know, brought that story f- full circle because you brought in another example. Yep, there maybe you go. For, Catch for us next time on AYN2K. Yes. That'll be all for us. Here. 
Right, exactly. That, that's how easy it should be. But the thing is, people are tuning in to listen to the topic today, and the topic is not baby teeth. The topic is not losing teeth. And the However, that not would babies be babies with adult teeth. However, that would be a really good topic, and I'll write that down. Uh, and we might even just take a chunk out of this episode and use it in that later episode. But fun. Isaac, we've got a lot to get to today. Um, but go ahead first, for the people that are just first-time listeners, or perhaps just tuning in, maybe they get so tired of listening to our intros being so long that they skip ahead to see if they can kind of get to the topic already. Maybe. And let's say, let's say someone did that, and they've never listened to the episode before. So they somebody else told them, apparently, that we take too long on our intro. So okay. as soon as they listen to the first initial episode, If, if you listen to ahead. the intro to this podcast and you listen to this right now, uh, direct message AY2K on Twitter and just say wet toast. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast right now, listening to this intro, and you think maybe it's long, but maybe you don't, just, just message him and say wet toast as a, as a kind of... Um, wet you know, toast. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like an indicator of how many people really do listen to these intros. Because that's right. a completely... I understand that you could say that the intros take a little while. Perfect. Yes, that's a great idea. But what I was getting at there, bringing up the whole we're taking too long in the intro, could you go ahead and just tell the people that are listening how this podcast works? Because you've been on the episode multiple... or on the podcast multiple times. Uh, you kind of know the ins and outs of it. So why don't you go ahead... We usually use a metaphor to describe it, but however you want to describe it, go ahead and let the audience know uh, how uh, all you need to know works. I'm not great with metaphors, so I'm just going to give it directly okay sure basically we'll talk about a topic for a little bit mm -hmm. and then we're yep. done right and then you and get so, to decide if you want to talk about that topic after we're done okay that's perfect so yeah isaac gave a really good explanation the rough the rough one is we try to cover a topic about 95 percent and then that last 5% is for the audience to discuss in their study groups, their potluck dinners, you know, I don't, uh, so have you and so I forth. I don't like the, the fact that you make a percentage. I think that percentage is a little misleading. Some days it's 70-30, right. some days it's 99-1. And we're very, very open with that, too, because sometimes we just we roll in and we cover everything, and then we roll out. Now, other days, we come in, we have no idea what we're talking about, and there's a large chunk for the audience to, to uncover or... Uh, I don't know, unpack, if you will. Uh, but talking about unpacking, I think we should probably go ahead and dive into this topic. Let's go ahead and get think. it out of the box. So we've got a just an absolutely stunning episode for, for everyone listening today. Uh, it's episode number 60, and today's topic is the Cheesecake Factory. So I think, Isaac, uh, you're still there in New York. I'm here. I'm still here in New York. Now, the Cheesecake Factory. Someone might say, what is that? Is it a factory that just makes cheesecake? No, we're talking about the restaurant, uh, the, the establishment known as the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, and I think you, you have said that you have you maybe eaten there a couple times, right? I've eaten there maybe exactly a couple times, and that would mean zero two times. Okay, right. So I, myself, anytime we're in an area, because the Cheesecake Factory isn't just everywhere. It's not like a McDonald's. No. It's not like a Taco John's or Taco Bell. One would Taco even John's consider high-end dining, which means that there it, would not be a lot of them. Which don't get too far ahead of us because uh, uh, we, we still have to kind of make our way to how it is high-end dining at, at the Cheesecake Factory. Right. At least it seems like it is. Uh, but sure I want to kind of... I want to start at square one. I want to really just, you know, at some point the Cheesecake Factory had to be, I, I don't know, 
uh, thought up and then you know they they actually built it they you know they they got all the money together and they said you know what let's do this i think it would be good to maybe talk about the brief history of the cheesecake factory do you think that would be a good idea that's a great idea uh, i hope you're prepared because i am not prepared at all i was not going to ask you to do it so that's a good that's a good right. uh, you know it's good yeah right it's good it's good yeah. so david m overton is the company's founder and he opened the first cheesecake factory restaurant. What? David M. Overton, the company's founder. You were you were snoring, I guess. You fell asleep within the, the ten seconds that I started talking about the history of the cheesecake factory. I appreciate that. He opened the first cheesecake factory restaurant in Beverly Hills, California, in nineteen seventy eight. Okay? Now that's that's pretty sure. good. I didn't know. As it was of that today, old. I didn't know either. Not that that's particularly of, old, but yeah. as of today. Uh, there are 194 Cheesecake Factory brand restaurants. That's a very specific uh, across, across the country. number. And there's, there's, you know, they also have some internationally, uh, but their headquarters is still located in California. Okay. Uh, and that, you know, they, of course, if whenever you think of the Cheesecake Factory, that main thing that you probably think they sell is hamburgers, Factories. right? Oh. Oh. <laughs> or factors, <laughs> yes, whichever, whichever one. Two uh, bits. But most of. Most of the time, whenever whenever you think of the Cheesecake Factory, of course, one can only assume that they have cheesecake or they specialize in cheesecake. Right, well, uh, by the name. But it's not all cheesecake, and that's what we're going to get to here in a little bit. Uh, they also have, like I said, burgers, pizza, pasta, steaks, sandwiches, I didn't know pretty much anything. Pizza. Yeah, and they, flatbreads mostly, I think. Oh, but it's fake. I, it, you know, it's hard. It's hard to really you know, start somewhere and make sure that we cover this whole topic because there is so much depth to the Cheesecake right. Factory itself. So much depth. But I want to talk about maybe the experience. So maybe not necessarily pretend like we're having, uh, you know, a meal at the Cheesecake Factory. Okay, but just I like Arby's the last time I talked to you. Yes, just like Arby's, yes. Whenever we discussed the Christmas story, I think it was episode 55. But I, I really want to maybe just walk through the Cheesecake Factory experience as if... We were there. Now, of course, we're not because you're in New York and I am in Murray, Kentucky. Uh, I don't know. The, probably the closest cheesecake factory here, uh, maybe Louisville. I'm not sure. But I know any time that I get near one, I, we usually stop and eat there because it's just so fantastic. But let's, you said, the, what's the last time you've been to a cheesecake factory restaurant? Um, not last year or the year before or even the year before that and maybe not even the year before that. Maybe wow, okay. six or so years. Six or so years since you've been in the Cheesecake Factory. I myself was, I myself was in the Cheesecake Factory, uh, I think, last year. Uh, so 2018 was the last time I ate the Cheesecake yep, Factory. Yeah, that was last year. Right, exactly. Uh, I want to just talk about, you know, like I said, the experience. Let's kind of dissect the building itself. Because the che Cheesecake Factory, you walk into it, and it, it, it does feel like a holy place. Uh, it feels almost like the Taj Mahal of restaurants. Uh, I would also maybe assume that it looks like Joe Osteen's bathroom. I can't really, you know, pinpoint that. But I, I would have I would to say find that, that funny if I knew who that was. I feel Joel like I Osteen. would have laughed at that. I almost laughed at it anyway, but I don't know who that is. Joe Osteen of, uh, is the uh, the preacher that everyone knows. He's got the black, the bl jet black hair, uh, and he looks kind of scary, uh, but very religious. And he has a large church, so I'm assuming that he could maybe use the funds from his church uh, to maybe build and fund a. A majestic bathroom, such okay. as one that would look like sure. the Cheesecake Factory. I'll buy Cause that. Because, like, because sure. you've you've been in the Cheesecake Factory before. Uh, there's murals on the ceilings. Hmm. Uh, there's large columns. Yes. It's all it's all looks like it's plated in gold. Okay. Just kind of paint 
paint a picture. I know it's been a while, but as you remember the Cheesecake Factory, just go ahead and try to get that imagery going. I, it's, it's going. Imagery underway. Yes, please. I'm in the Cheesecake. Whoa, look at that. Did you see that guy over there? Okay, so there's What's a guy. What's that guy doing? Right, What's so that guy doing to his nose? Oh, I don't need to be in that guy's business. Right, okay, so you weren't really giving what I was asking for. You oh. gave a, like, you were observing someone in the restaurant. I was, I was more of going towards, oh, look at the, the you know, the nice uh, architecture over here. The, the Cheesecake Factory is known for its, its you know, beautiful glass and its, its uh, high, high ceilings and, and uh, you know, chandeliers and stuff like that. That's what I was kind of aiming for there. Uh, but you took it a different direction. That's perfectly fine. It's okay. Um, but if you wanted to maybe try again, uh, do you want to say, oh, you just walked into the Cheesecake Factory's doors, the large, heavy doors, uh, and you just stepped foot into this magical place known as the Cheesecake Factory, uh, and, and, you know, the, the floors are really shiny. Uh, what are some other things that you're seeing as you walk in? Wow, I see murals on all walls and columns, and yes. nice overhanging chandeliers, uh, uh, lanterns at each of the tables. I, what else do I see? I see shiny floors, glass. Some tables are glass. There's a bar. What's that? Wow, it's even something from uh, Lord of the Rings. It so looks you, like the evil eye from Lord of the Rings. I'm, now, I'm not going to make an assumption here because you know what they say about assumptions. It makes an ass out of you and me. Okay. Or assuming something is what the, the phrase means. Uh, but... I do think that you probably just looked up a picture of the Cheesecake Factory, like inside the restaurant. Did you? Did you or did you not? Um, I might have done that. Okay, but and that's I perfectly couldn't tell fine. you it was a specific restaurant. Right. Okay, but you had to get an idea, and I understand it's been a while. You had to, you know, track track your brain and get the the gist of what the Cheesecake Factory looked like. Um, now you brought up that there was a man in the restaurant whenever you visualized being in the Cheesecake Factory. That's a great point because there always seems to be people in the Cheesecake Factory. Right. Well, uh, it so, is a uh, serving business. So. Right, and it is a public restaurant, so people probably would go there. Um, that makes sense. And, it, and, and it's delicious. I'll go ahead and say that. Because, I, you know, we're, we're not trying to be biased here, Isaac. Uh, we're just trying to present the Cheesecake Factory as a topic. However, I am a little biased because I am a huge fan. I am, frankly, not impressed. By the Cheesecake Factory? The one that Go I went on. to most recently was in Washington, D.C. Okay. Um, I, at that time, said, let me get a, a sweet tea and right. a burger. The burger was okay, and the sweet tea was just unsweetened iced tea. And for that reason... I vowed not to go back to that particular Cheesecake Factory, which might have ruined the experience for any preceding visits to a Cheesecake Factory. And mm, that's, the, mm -mm. that's the last time I went. So for that reason, my uh, firm opinion is not impressed. So you have decided that no, no more will you go to the Cheesecake Factory located at the Washington, D.C. location. Yes. Well, there, it was uh, in you, a, will... you know, it was, it was in a mall. That's how they usually like are. Like a hotel mall. It was in a giant complex with rooms and buildings and, and things i don't i don't know if i've ever seen a cheesecake factory standalone uh, i think most of the time they're adjacent to a mall or or something of that nature like you said maybe a hotel uh but the cheesecake factory i guess usually uh is just kind of paired with another place uh, which is not not a bad idea because that means that people are coming to maybe the mall or the hotel and they'll say hey here's the cheesecake factory we might as well eat here uh but 
you know what? That, that's, that's perfectly fine that you might have a, a vendetta against the Cheesecake Factory. Would that be the, the correct way to, to say that? Only against that particular one. Okay. Only well, against that's that that's perfectly you know, fine. I would be willing but to I, go back and try again. I really want to round back to how you said that there was a guy in the Cheesecake Factory because I think that is so fascinating. Let's uh, turn this people, bit into something real. People tend to be in, in the Cheesecake Factory, and I'll go ahead and dress them up for you because this is getting your visualization going. Uh, sure. Let's, let's, put, let's put that guy in all-white clothing or maybe some black pants. Is he a holy uh, and, figure? No. Well, he looks like one, but he's just a waiter, or the, the proper term for it is a server. So, And, of course, I'm not saying that just guys are servers of the Cheesecake Factory. There are women. Women and men are both servers for the Cheesecake Factory. And probably but, some men or women who think they're women or men. Okay, and that's a fair guess and a fair assumption to make. Uh, but the workers, like you said, they do look holy. They're wearing aprons that maybe drag to the floor. Uh, they look like popes, I think. Whenever they're walking around, they just don't have a hat. Uh, but the Cheesecake Factory, that's what you said. You said high-end dining, and the servers and the waiters and the waitresses uh, always dress, uh, you know, to impress, I guess. Well, have you ever noticed the, the get-up for the, for the people, the employees working at the Cheesecake Factory? No. Um, you have not. No, and I'll tell you this. Um, frankly, you know, if you're wearing something out of the ordinary or like a, some special hat or, you know, it's a gimmick. I don't like gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? They're I, not I, wearing hats. I said that they weren't wearing no. hats. Yes, I, I know, but I'm, I'm saying someone who is wearing something out of the ordinary, wearing a, a, like a certain kind of, a certain specific kind of goofy hat or a certain kind of uniform item. Uh, if you've ever seen Office Space... You'll know uh, the the little um, like the little charms they wear on the suspenders right, or whatever. Yes. It's a gimmick, and I'm not a big fan of, of gimmicks at restaurants. No, frankly, I, you know, I want something clean and professional, and you know, unassuming. Well, here's the thing: if I had to come up with three words that would describe a cheesecake factory employee, I would say clean, professional, and unassuming, because they have white clothing on. Uh, most of the time they have a tie. They just look really nice. And so that's what I was trying to convey to you if you couldn't remember what a Cheesecake Factory worker looked like. Uh, they were just very professional. They had a tie on. They had white attire. Uh, it just looks really nice. Now, of course, you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day, but I guess there's an exception if you work at the Cheesecake Factory. Would you go ahead and probably probably say that? I wasn't aware of, of that superstition. Oh, really? That's, yeah. It's uh, the first well, time I've hey, heard of that. You learn something every day. But Isaac, all right, so let's just say, you know, because I said something, the, the Cheesecake Factory is always very busy. There's always, seems like a line to get in. There's a wait. Uh, but after that, after that wait, though, uh, there, there's usually, you know, they finally call your name. And maybe, let's say that it was, a, you know, a Friday, Saturday night. You had a 30-minute wait or something. Not too bad for the Cheesecake Factory. It's a large establishment. There's a lot of tables. But we finally, let's say me and you were, were eating at the Cheesecake Factory together. Uh, they called the name. And we go to sit down, uh, the server hands us our menus, uh, gets our drink order or whatever, and then, you know, promptly walks off. I want to talk about the menu, okay? Because I feel like no matter how many times you've been to the Cheesecake Factory, whether it's, you know, just once or a hundred times, the menu is always just, you know, the best word to describe it is overwhelming. I have no uh, recollection of the menu, and that is all I have to say. Well, the Cheesecake Factory menu... Uh, is often spans 10, 10 or plus pages, uh, and I would I would probably describe it more as a Bible or a book rather than a menu. The uh, Cheesecake just, Factory Bible. Yeah, or the Cheesecake Bible is what you could call it. On the front of the on the front page, it would be perfectly fine to call it that. 
because it is anything and everything cheesecake along with other items. Uh, there's actually over 250 items on the Cheesecake Factory menu. You beat me to it. I, I, I was going to interrupt whatever your next point was and say, well, in fact, did you know that there are more than 250 dishes made fresh from scratch every day? And you beat me to it, and that's okay. And, and that's, I, I apologize, uh, but let, that just shows that I was a little bit more prepared uh, than you were today. And I didn't ask you to get anything prepared, so you were, you know, acting quickly, trying to get some information about the Cheesecake Factory, and I really do appreciate that. Uh, but, so let's say that the, the the server comes back, and, you know, you got uh, a margarita, and I got, uh, I don't know, a, a margarita, okay. and I got, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe a water with a lemon, maybe. I don't know. We're just, we're just you know, painting the picture, painting the scene here. Uh, so he says, he or she says, because we're not assuming, you know, who it is uh, or what gender. He says, are you guys ready to order? Uh, he's only been gone for five minutes, and I've only been able to get through maybe the first two or three pages. Okay. And so, of, so of course, I say I need some more time because I have to really study this. I usually bring in a notebook so I can take notes and say, okay, uh, the chicken cordon bleu was on page four. Or perhaps the, uh, the half, half a chicken was on you know, page five. There's usually the, the poultry sections. They, they split it up, and it's very organized, but it still takes a very long time to get through it. Right. Stunned, but, st you know, still alive tilapia. Right. Made, you know, made okay. the order. Okay. I'm not Fresh sure lamb where you... Things like uh, that, right? I don't... And, well, I, you know, those do sound delectable, but I don't believe that they are on the Cheesecake Factory menu, uh, you'd, which apparently you're doing some research on your end. So if you wanted to maybe throw in some Cheesecake Factory dishes, that would be perfectly fine. But I want to talk about something real quick. Because okay. in between, you know, maybe getting your order taken and the meal, they bring out bread. Now, a lot of restaurants do this. That's true. But, but the Cheesecake Factory, I think, does it better than anyone else. Because they bring they bring a selection of a darker bread, uh, the brown bread is Excuse how I like me? to call it. Okay. They bring and then uh, they bring uh, maybe a maybe like just a regular bread, uh, you know, just the the plain old loaf of bread that you would see at the supermarket. But except it's not like a loaf of bread at the supermarket. It's a very nice uh, baguette, I guess. Oh, okay. Now, now here's the thing. I could have done some research and figured out what kinds of bread that they brought out, but I did not. Because no. it doesn't matter. Okay, right. You can't put a name on perfection, is my opinion. Right. Now, which bread do you like better? Do you have the names, the specific names for the bread? No, it's only the different. Is it? Do you like dark or white better? Uh, I like darker bread. The the the. I think it's rye. I think is what it what it is. And I like. I'm a big fan of the rye. So you like uh, you like the dark more than the white. Generally, well, bread. I'm talking bread. I right. don't know That's what you're what trying I don't know to. What you're talking about. That's what. I, yeah. The way so, you, you uh, said the, that makes it sound like you were thinking about something else. We're discussing bread. Yes. Uh, they bring out they bring out butter with it as well. Uh, and you you are basically the king. You can you know put butter on whatever you want. You could butter up an ice cube and eat it. You can oh. butter up the bread that they gave you and eat it. There's just endless opportunities whenever they bring out that bread basket. But at some point, Isaac, you're gonna have to choose what you want to eat. So you have to you know go through every single page of that book. You maybe even look at the cheesecakes at the back, which we're not going to get to yet, but you maybe even look at the cheesecakes at the back and say, okay, I'm going to maybe try to choose between those two to eat maybe after dinner. Uh, but but then you order, okay? He takes your order on, on a nice sturdy uh, you know, sheet uh, with a nice pen. Uh, I'm sure his, his or her penmanship is just fantastic. I'm sure that's a, you know, something that they look for whenever they are hiring at the Cheesecake Factory. It's penmanship. But, 
yeah, the penmanship. Uh, but the the menu is finally taken away from you, and it's almost like you you know there's a weight taken off your shoulders because you no longer have to skim through that, and and you just go oh you know finally I I chose my meal and now they are taking the menu away from me and I finally. can relax. And now you now you can spend from that point till when you get your food second guessing yourself to whether you got the right thing because everyone knows you were just you know choosing between two or three things. And you know you you and your 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 friend was ready and she you know she ordered now everybody's waiting on you and you're still all between such and such so you now you second guess yourself. The classic uh, wait waiter comes to the table and says, uh, "Is everyone ready to order?" And everyone looks at each other and you, you know maybe Karen's over there and she's not ready to order, uh, but she says, "You guys just go ahead and I'll order something. Just pick me last or something like that." Is, is maybe the what you're talking about, right? Yeah. So that's a perfect example. Uh, and then the Cheesecake Factory, what's beautiful, any other restaurant you order, and now the next step is just to wait for your food. Uh, but at the Cheesecake Factory, you can really admire your surroundings. You get to look around at the great architecture and the and the murals. Uh, maybe the fat guy sitting at the bar. You just take it all in, and you really just appreciate it because it's a it's an experience. It's not a restaurant. Could could I could you go ahead and say that? I would agree. And everyone knows that there's nothing better to spend your money on than an experience. In an experience, exactly right. That is a great point. And Isaac, I know that you're talking about the Cheesecake Factory, but in life, if you spend money on uh, an experience rather than material items, you will be happier. Is that correct? That's that is correct. Through so, uh, scientifically, also our own personal experience, I would think, mine wow. at least. So as we've discussed the Cheesecake Factory, we've also got gotten a little existential, and we've allowed everyone to maybe learn. I mean. Whenever you're listening to All You Need to Know, which is this podcast, if anyone is, does not know that, um, you you learn so much. And you never would have thought that we would have taught you a life lesson while talking about the Cheesecake Factory. And we just did. Consider it done. Yeah. You, uh, you know, I don't mean to sound rude, but you are welcome. But let's skip ahead to the food part, okay? Because the food is finally set in, in front of you. You are the king. Uh, your table is set. And you know you might even put a napkin in your shirt, uh, wow. maybe because you're maybe because you're mobbing like that, and you have the food in front of you, and the portion size at the Cheesecake Factory. Can we talk about how much food they give you? It's unbelievable, and it's hard to finish. Uh, I know that I usually get a teriyaki chicken meal, uh, and they bring they bring out literally half a chicken, maybe even a full chicken. It just depends on how they're feeling that day. You order an entire chicken. You don't, I mean, you order chicken assuming that they're going to give you chicken in some form or fashion, and they bring out the whole thing for the a most part. A whole unplucked roasted chicken. Killed by plucked. fire. And it's teriyaki, and it's, you know, lathered in, in teriyaki sauce. Oh, okay. But the rice, I've got the rice on the side, maybe the mashed potatoes. That's my go-to meal at the Cheesecake Factory is the teriyaki chicken. That's And terrible. I know that at some points they've taken away menu items and putting putting things back and all that. Right. There's there's a lot of things that go into the menu because they I think I think people have maybe complained that the menu was too much to to handle and they might have cut down on the number of things. Uh, however, we're talking about the portion size. Now, can you recall whenever you're at the Cheesecake Factory uh, the size of the meal that you got? I cannot recall. Perfect. Okay. So, I'll just keep talking. Does that sound good? You keep talking and if I have something to say, I'll provide valuable input. Right. So the Cheesecake Factory usually offers maybe a side salad with your meal, your entree. I don't like salad. Okay. Well, then you could get a soup. Do you like soup? Sometimes, depending on the soup. Okay. 
Well, you would have to see how you were feeling that day, of course. Uh, but I usually get a salad. So you, you eat the salad. You maybe pair that with the bread. They keep bringing the bread out, you know, and it's awesome. I eat uh, a lot of bread, f- probably. Yeah. The food comes out too and you're pretty you're you know you've already created maybe a base or a cushion for your meal by eating that salad already you're feeling as if you've eaten too much right that that's the classic cheesecake factory uh slogan uh come in and leave bloated is what i think their tagline is and i'm not sure you'll have to double check me on that but i'm pretty sure that's what it is yes uh so the food comes out and you are trying to power through this stuff uh and you, you get a little sweat going um, and most of the time, nothing better I, I, than the meat sweats, though. No, you know? and I and I, you know, some people are scared of the meat sweats, but I welcome the meat sweats. Uh, and and I am eating at the uh, the cheesecake factory, and I am taking pride in finishing my meal because, first of all, it's expensive. Like you said, it's high end dining. It's not you're not like I said, you're not going to McDonald's, uh, and that's also because you're not paying you know two dollars for your meal. It's it's rather expensive, but you know, for an extravagant experience such as the cheesecake factory, you cannot complain really. Uh, but you eat your food. Uh, so let's say that we've both gotten through our meal, uh, and they and they they take away the, the plates and they say, "Will anyone be having dessert?" Now, you you usually don't feel a lot of pressure if you're eating at a TGI Fridays or something like that, and they said dessert. You say, "No, I'm good." But you're at the Cheesecake Factory. You're, you're at, at the, the Cheesecake Factory. You're at the home of the Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake in the name. Yeah, the Nazareth of cheesecake. And, and so, what do you do? Go ahead and tell everybody who's eagerly awaiting what could you possibly get for dessert at the Cheesecake Factory? What could it be? Well, they offer other things besides cheesecake. No! Uh, You get cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory. I was just putting it out in the open that there are other desserts that you can get at the Cheesecake Factory. However, uh, you should indulge yourself in a a slice of cheesecake, or maybe a full cheesecake, however you want to go about it. Because you've already... Go ahead. Go You've ahead already and... stuffed yourself. I'm sorry. You've already stuffed yourself with food, so you might as well just you know pile it on. Okay. Right. So exactly. Then, exactly. Then they they have to bring that menu sometimes back out to you, and you know that the cheesecakes are at the at the back of the you know the the menu the book however you want to say it, uh, but it is still a struggle to kind of flip through there because there's so many pages, and you thought that you had seen the last of the menu, but then it returns, and and it's it's a triumphant return. Um, but they have Isaac. Listen to this. Over 30 signature cheesecakes, okay? Wow. What you would expect at a place called the Cheesecake Factory. Right. And I have found a list of the top, you know, they they went through and they tasted every single cheesecake, this website called Thrillist, uh, which is a great name for a website. Um, But they went through and they tasted every single cheesecake. And they gave the top, like they list them in order. I'm going to do the top 15, okay? Wow. So... At That's fifteen is is chocolate chip cookie dough cheesecake. That's Very the top good. of fifteen. That's number one. Number fifteen. I oh, said, okay. I'm starting okay. at fifteen. I'm starting at fifteen. Number I like 14, cookie dough. Reese's Reese's peanut butter chocolate cake cheesecake. <laughs> thumbs down. That's a lot to handle. Uh, and you give it a thumbs down, but that's perfectly fine. Number thirteen, toasted marshmallow s'mores galore. Thumbs now down. that no, that is one of my favorite cheesecakes that they offer. It is absolutely scrumptious. Number twelve was key lime cheesecake. Uh, not a big fan down. of key lime. Yeah, thumbs down for me too. Eleven salted caramel or caramel cheesecake. Thumbs now, to the side, ninety degrees. Yeah, because the cheesecake itself is good, and you add some, you dribble some caramel on there, and it's just going to make it a little bit better. Uh, number ten was tiramisu cheesecake. Uh, I'm not a big tiramisu fan. Are you? Um, I have a my girlfriend eats that, but I don't know what it is. 
Okay, and I don't. I have no idea what tiramisu is either, but okay. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. At number nine, we're in the top ten now. We were in the top ten with the last one. Ultimate Red Velvet Cheesecake. Oh, now, I do like the, Red Velvet. That's a thumbs up. The beauty of the Cheesecake Factory is they take things that are already good and they say, hey, let's throw that into a cheesecake. And so here they perfected both the cheesecake and the Red Velvet Cake, and they put it into one. Uh, number eight, Snickers Bar Chunks and Cheesecake. Thumbs down. Uh, I don't like Snickers. Okay, and that's perfectly fine to each their own. Number seven, lemon raspberry cream cheesecake. I'm going to start going through them. Number six, white chocolate raspberry truffle Thumbs cheesecake. Down. Number five, lemon ring cheesecake. Thumbs number down. four, original cheesecake. I thought that'd be number one. Thumbs That's an upset. Side. Number three, mango key lime cheesecake. Thumbs These don't seem like they're getting any better. The they don't seem like they're getting any better whatsoever. No, they're getting worse, actually. Number two, Adam's peanut butter cup fudge ripple cheesecake. Thumbs down. Say that, what? <laughs> say that three times fast. Adam's peanut butter cup fudge ripple cheesecake. Adam's peanut butter cup fudge ripple cheesecake. I guess it's not that hard to say. And at number one, fresh strawberry cheesecake. Wow. Number number one is fresh strawberry, and I do like that on my normal cheesecake. Just putting plain strawberries on it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I should have maybe looked that, at that list. Before. That website might not be reputable. Uh, well, and I guess I guess it's opinionative too because you can taste cheesecake and say, "Oh, I'm not a big fan of this kind," or "Oh, I do really like lemon meringue." Why is that up there so high? I don't you know, know anybody that eats lemon meringue. At number five, lemon meringue bars. It says, "Do you love lemon bars? No. Do you love not feeling like you weighed two billion pounds after eating dessert? No. I do you like, like reading heavy. three questions in a row like an infomercial? That's kind of funny. So they've got some humor on this website, okay. uh, but I do not. I do not agree with their top five cheesecakes. Absolutely however, not. However, the fifth or the top fifteen is what I read. Um, but the the just the the premise of that was to get an idea of how many different cheesecakes they offer. And it's and it's like I said, you can take I don't know, like they did fresh strawberry cheesecake. They put fresh strawberries and cheesecake together. That's all you have to do with a cheesecake. Right. Whenever that's you, what you have to do with anything, really, is you just put two things together to make it good. Exactly. And at a factory, you always have to keep pumping them out, and that's what the cheesecake factory does. Right, keep Isn't pumping right? them out. That's what the cheesecake factory does, and that could also be their slogan: "We are pumping them out." We just keep so, pumping them. So of course, then you pay your bill. You look at the you know the, the thing, and you say, "Wow, that was very expensive." You say, but "Was it worth you, it?" You say, and you of maybe. course say, I would say yes. Depending I think any time you go to the Cheesecake with. Factory, yeah, the company also that maybe the quality of the meal uh, would determine the answer to that question. But I think you know, then you then you leave the Cheesecake Factory, uh, and like I said, you're bloated, you feel terrible, but hey, you just went to the Cheesecake Factory and you're leaving smiling. Isn't that correct? Beaming, beaming, yes. Uh, and and I would go ahead and say that we probably cover the Cheesecake Factory to the best of our abilities. Yep. Without Nobody being has at the cheesecake factory, to talk factor. about for the rest of the week. We no, did the whole I wouldn't thing. say so. And I think this is going to be a conversation starter. It really is going to be something that the family can gather around and discuss the cheesecake factory. And it might inspire a few trips to the cheesecake factory. I, I'd say maybe one yes. day the cheesecake factory will um, sponsor you. Sponsor, your yeah, that would be perfect. Maybe maybe I'll tag them and say, "Hey, we did a podcast over your restaurant," and maybe maybe they'll get back to me. But you know what? Probably not. Uh, but Maybe that'll cover DM you wet toast because they listen to the intro. Ah, uh, you know, and that would be a dream come true. But we have covered, I think, the Cheesecake Factory to about ninety-five percent. I know you don't like putting a number on it, but I do believe that we have covered uh, the Cheesecake Factory about as good as we could. Sorry, yeah? I was taking a drink of water. Oh, you were taking a drink of water. That was Bad a long timing drink. for that. I just finished the yeah. glass. Very bad timing because I was talking, setting you up for a question. You should have maybe realized that. Uh, I don't know what answer. question you wanted me to ask. 
If there was it's a okay. bit that you were setting up, I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. Do, do not worry about it because we are wrapping the episode up. Isaac, thank you for being a part of uh, episode 60, uh, and thank you for filling in for DJ. Uh, and where is he, by the way? He, I think, was... He's, he's gotten into rodeo, so he was... Uh, I think he was training today. Uh, so he, he's trying to make sure that he's going to be ready for the, the... I think he's riding a bull or something on Saturday. Right. Uh, so he's just preparing himself for that mentally, physically, that would uh, and emotionally. That would so we couldn't make it today. Yeah. But thank you for filling in for DJ. I think we had a great episode. Uh, we're Wonderful. running a little long, but I don't think anyone minds, right? No one Because I definitely didn't. Exactly. Uh, so that'll do it for this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear. All the way from New York. And you guys, take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered